I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of August 22nd to August 28th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Maggie's back, everyone. You can all breathe a collective sigh of relief. (sighs) Maggie was missed by all of her fans. I realize that Maggie is the true star of the show, which is a relief to me (laughs) because now I can get the f*** out of here. (laughs) <laughs> and it can just put Karen right there. I don't think anyone would show up for that show. Just Karen sitting there and me talking. I don't I think, think they would, Maggie. I think they would. If you'd watch that, please leave it in the comments. <laughs> please tell Maggie how much you want just a show of her talking and Karen sitting staring creepily at the <laughs> microphone. So we're on Rumble now, permanently. It's our home base. And all of our front-facing video content will be streaming to you from Rumble first before it goes anywhere else. So go over to Rumble and subscribe to us there. It's where we get to just be ourselves and not worry we're going to get booted, demonetized, or completely erased by the algorithm. You can also go to Phetasy.com and subscribe to our lovely community that is wonderful people, but most importantly, the unedited version of this here show for your viewing pleasure every Sunday early. So there you go, guys. You have two things you need to do right now. Hit pause. Go do that. Come back. We'll be waiting for you. All right. Gaff in chief. Afghanistan continues to be the biggest dumpster fire in the world. I don't know how many times I need to tell you people. We are not... A news source. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, repeatedly, people attack me as if I am a news source. This is not where you come for your news. This is where you come to just kind of laugh at the fact that we can't make sense of any of this. And in particular, Afghanistan. If you really want to see our deep dive of Afghanistan, you can go back one week and check out what we did. My biggest gripe and issue is the incessant goalpost moving and gaslighting that we're getting. Like, oh, there are no Americans in Afghanistan. I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. To, oh, actually, we'll make sure we get all the Americans out of Afghanistan. Our commitment continues to be to U.S. citizens. If they want to leave, we will help get them out. To, oh, hey, reporters, if you have any numbers of people who are in Afghanistan or trying to get out, let me know so I can get people in touch with them. Give me their contact information and we will get in touch with them. If any of you are hearing from American citizens who can't reach us, give me their contact information and we will get in contact with them. To, oh, we might be leaving Americans behind in Afghanistan. We are also looking for options post the departure of our military presence to allow for Americans and others who are eligible to pr- for programs to evacuate. Like within a week. It drives me crazy. And why were there so many Americans in Afghanistan? This is why I'm not a news source, because I was shocked to find out there was more than like 12 Americans in (laughs) Afghanistan. (laughs) Other than the troops? Other than the troops, yeah. I was like, what? Why are there like thousands of Americans? I guess we have been there like 20 years, and I'm sure a lot of them are defense contractors, families of defense contractors, and probably the CIA. But- It still seemed like a very large number. Yeah. I was like, this is why I'm not in the news. Because if you had said, Bridget, how many Americans would you guess are in Afghanistan right now? I would have guessed 
maybe 200. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. What the hell? And then there's that fa- those families that went to Afghanistan for summer vacation? There's like yeah. a school. Who's San Diego school district. Why are you going to Afghanistan for summer break? I just, I mean, I just thought, I didn't even know Americans could go to Afghanistan. No. I thought it was one of those places you just avoided. Yeah. But <laughs> lo and behold, it's a hot summer <laughs> summer spot. <laughs> we can get there and get out. And now we droned Afghanistan recently. Glenn Greenwald had a really funny treat, tweet. He was like, so you mean to tell me that we had no idea how many Americans were in Afghanistan or how to get any of the Afghan allies out of Afghanistan, but we knew exactly where the one planner from ISIS-X was to, like, drone? Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. He's right. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. So much gaslighting. ISIS-K. ISIS-K. ISIS-X. That's the next version. The dirty version of ISIS. (laughs) It's like, eh. That's the 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 OnlyFans. We were right, though. The bobby pin theory from last week that we had is holding up. Afghanistan is calling for that second date. We left all of our stuff behind, hoping that they would be like, hey, man, we miss you. You left your phone behind and all of your weapons and millions of dollars. Come back. And now we're back. 7,000 troops. And droning. (sighs) The one thing we are good at. God bless America. Well... And then we've got the Taliban is disarming the civilians. Oh, yes. This is exactly what Megan did to Harry. First, you disarm the population and then you take over their lives. This is the definition of tyranny, totalitarianism. This is what they do. Good luck trying to get Afghanis to give up their guns. Afghans. Af- <laughs> Afghani Come on, is the Maggie. currency. Thank you. <laughs> See, I love look, I learned something on this news show that's not a news show. <laughs> yeah, I, I love when people yell at me in the comments and they're like trying to school me about something. And I'm like, well, I would take you more seriously if you weren't calling them Afghanis. It is like good luck. But I don't know. Maybe they're going to be like, donate one gun and get a child bride. <laughs> the Taliban? Oh, poor Maggie. I can't make her laugh. Everyone missed her laugh so much, and now it's just like horrible and coughing. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, why don't you take another week off there, Maggie? <laughs> They're like, we just miss Maggie's laugh. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. They're like, never mind, never mind. We don't want that laugh. We don't want that one. Don't come back until you can laugh like we like. <laughs> Dance, monkey! Laugh, monkey, laugh! The Taliban's acting like an old pimp. It's like, come on, baby, we promise you we won't beat you. We'll let you go to school. We're not going to be like that anymore. And then they're just exactly like that. I mean, those are some dark jokes, but that's the only (laughs) thing you can do in the face of this, like, horror show is make super dark jokes. It's an international dumpster fire. We've just let our allies down. I mean, Jesus Christ. I think the only good thing that came out of it was Sam Harris publicly eating crow. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that (laughs) was. He was like, I am publicly eating these words one by one. And everyone was like, ha! Because he was so anti-Trump, and he was like, I can't wait to have the adults back in the room. And now he, he quote, tweeted himself and was like publicly eating yeah. these words. Wow. As we mentioned, it has been a tragic week, and there was a horrific suicide bombing, which to me is like just bananas. 
And we lost 13 service members, I believe. 11 were Marines, one Navy, and one Army, I think. They were all 20 to 31. It's just tragic and sad, and I get, I'll get i get super emotional if I talk too much about it, and I don't feel like crying on camera today. Ugh, we just don't know any how good we have it and, like, the service that people do, and, like, we're, we, I know nothing of service and, and sacrifice like that. And then, on top of it, and I don't feel like they get enough attention, is all of the Afghans who lost their life who are either waiting to try and get out or the interpreters who are trying to get out or the people that we were who are our allies and that's up in the hundreds the death toll of the afghans and Mm -hmm. yeah it was really tragic and it seems like this could have been avoided i'm not a military general by any means but it just i feel like when the administration says things like we plan for all contingencies i am left to assume that you plan for this And I'm hoping that you didn't. So you're either lying or incompetent or both. And I just feel so bad for all those families and their siblings and ugh. Yeah. Parents. Yeah, it's up. It's a lot of a lot of death. And it's hard to be funny. But (laughs) leads me to the BDE. The bravest man I know in the entire world. (laughs) This Afghan comedian, Nazar Mohammed, is the biggest badass ever. He was very well known for making fun of the Taliban and mocking them, rightfully. And they picked him up and they killed him. And he was making jokes up until the moment that he died in their face, mocking them. I mean, I've died on stage before, but <laughs> nothing <laughs> like never that. Never really died on stage. Yeah. If if you're willing to die for your jokes, are you even a f- comedian? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think most of the comics doing these sh- open mics in Los Angeles would be willing to stare into the face of the Taliban and mock them right before they got killed. Yeah. Yeah, that is the way I would hope to go. Although I probably will get killed for making fun of all these f-ing lunatics that are our homegrown totalitarians just popping up left and right. <sighs> so yes, it was a heavy week of news. If you are burned out by it, you are not alone. Try and take care of yourself. Make sure, I know for me, that is gratitude, God, and service. And I don't know what it is for you, but... I try to think of something bigger than me and know that I can't see the whole picture and be of service to people around me and be grateful for all that I have in this moment. So if you're struggling, I hear you. And if you're a vet, thank you for your service. And also, particularly if you are struggling, I hope you reach out to somebody. You did not, none of your service is in vain. Amen. Well said. Yeah. We'll try and move on to the funny now. All right. Proof Dumpster Fire is writing the simulation. (laughs) It's happening. Cuomo was stripped of his Emmy. (laughs) Sam has been vindicated. That Emmy is ours, Cuomo. Sam, this is all Sam wanted for like months. She's been harping on Cuomo's Emmy for months. (laughs) Months. Clearly, (laughs) I think we deserve an Emmy. I love that he's already labeled as disgraced like two weeks later. Uh It's been like a week and they're like, disgraced governor. Like, okay. But he's not even done yet. 
He's already been banned from Buca to Peppo. <laughs> <laughs> you're too. You're not even Italian enough. <laughs> you're not us. even allowed to eat here. <laughs> Forced to eat at Fazoles only. Sorry, buddy. Take you're your not. meatballs and get out of our parking lot. Get out of here, you pervert. And you've an old killer. <laughs> That's the fucked up thing. I know. Is that he was not even held accountable for all the olds that he killed. I know. And they just added like 12,000 to the number yeah, or something Yeah, the new crazy. governor did. What? Yeah. She added 12,000 more deaths that to the number. That he didn't account for. Wow. Yeah. I know. And he was lauded and like held up as some sort of savior because he was giving press conferences every day. We called it here. We stood up here and we held Cuomo accountable for all of those old deaths in the middle. We were mocking him for going on a book tour while he was freaking accepting Emmys. Taking a victory lap in the middle of a pandemic still. He is an old serial killer. (laughs) Shame on you, Cuomo. Shame on you. Shame. Shame. And moving on to canceled. Canceled. Hopefully, Gavin Newsom is going to be canceled. Well, the best thing about this is that the Instagram models came for Gavin Newsom. (laughs) I never would have thought it. I know. Who would have thought? You would think they would be very lefty, but they were. There's like a whole strew of Instagram models that are all for recalling Gavin Newsom. Probably because all their places they like to take photos were shut down. I don't know. I I think it's just because he shut down like all the beauty places. Uh huh. <laughs> like first you came for the schools, and I said nothing because I am not educated. <laughs> And then you came for the restaurants, and I still said nothing because I don't eat. And then you came for the Botox services, and I was outraged. You must recall Gavin Newsom. I know. When the Instagram models are coming for you, you know you're f***ed. Yeah. You, you, you cannot get between an Instagram model and her spray tan. Let me tell you, they will come for you. Recall Gavin Newsom. The voting has started. Don't vote no to keep somebody in power that has literally trashed the state. I know. It's really great seeing them become activists like this, even though they have no idea what they're talking about. And I love how they're like, look, everyone else is voting on a motion. And I'm telling you, just vote on a motion like me. <laughs> Listen to your heart. Don't do not do something because somebody else, some celebrity is talking about it. Listen to my beautiful filled lips telling you that these places cannot shut down again. They're so funny, too. They're like, follow this fart box and vote the way I tell you. And recall Gavin Newsom. <laughs> recall Gavin Newsom. Follow my boobs and recall Gavin Newsom. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and my buttons and tell a little story to your children (laughs) about what happened when everybody went crazy. (laughs) Tell your children about dumpster fire. (laughs) Maybe leave the children out of this. (laughs) Save the children. Let's take a minute to thank our sponsors, Sheath and One Farm. Well, folks, I hate to say it, summer's over and the holidays are coming. Everyone loves undies for Christmas, especially sheath underwear, which was created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert. They have a signature dual pouch system that keeps the balls, big old balls, separate from the leg parts and from the 
genitalia in the front so you can keep it all nice and organized while you mow the lawn or while you're out there working out, getting in shape so that you're not a fatty on Christmas. I want you to also remember that they sell women's line of sports bras, booty shorts, they have matching sets, and it's a great gift for when you're traveling, lounging around, super comfortable, modal fabric that breathes. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use the code DUMPSTER for 20% off your entire order. That's a great deal. This is a great small business company that supports us, and we want you to support them, and it's an awesome deal. Link in the description below. One Farm produces plant-based products with organic ingredients sourced directly from the farmers that grew them. Boy, have we got a deal for you. All these CBD products that have organic hemp grown by the farmers in Boulder, Colorado. The CBD is full spectrum and it contains THC as well as other cannabinoids. All products are third-party tested, which is very important with products like these. The turmeric relief cream... I use it every night. It has CBD. You can use it for your joint pain, sore muscles. It's freaking fantastic. I was using it when I was dying coughing and my ribs were so sore and my back were so sore and I was putting it on and it helped. Yeah, it's it amazing. It made a big difference. The Daily 8 Mushroom Immunity Boost has a nice mocha flavor. And then there's the peppermint oil. They have it in lemon. They also have it in natural and cinnamon flavors as well. And they also make soft gels. They're constantly expanding their product line so go check out all the other things they have as i mentioned before the holidays are coming these are great stocking stuffers go to onefarm.com use the code fire for 30 percent off your entire order that's an amazing deal link in the description below all right everything is racist la times is racist against larry elder calling him the black face of white supremacy how can you even write that headline with a straight face <laughs> How could this have happened? A black white supremacist. And people were like, I bet this was some white woman who wrote this. No, it was a black woman. So before you get all commenty, I don't really care who wrote this, yeah. black or white. It is a ridiculous, offensive headline that is clearly racist. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, they must be really afraid of Larry Elder if they're trotting out headlines like this in the LA Times. Uh -huh. And the article was as bad as you would have imagined. Oh, yeah. I remember talking to Sam about it. It was the day that they were dragging him, Larry Elder, because apparently he said, like, the N-word in a comedy routine that he did on some radio show back in the 90s. And Sam yeah. was like, breaking news, a black man says the N-word. <laughs> like, why, this is news now? Give me a break. Come on. The only people they can get out for Gavin Newsom is some like ad that's completely on repeat in California with Elizabeth Warren. And it just has her begging us not to recall Gavin Newsom. Here's the deal with the recall of Gavin Newsom. Stop the Republican recall. And I was like, wow, they must be desperate. They had to like get out the Native Americans to <laughs> come stand for Gavin Newsom. I really don't even care who replaces Gavin Newsom. I just want him gone. I know, right? All right, then we have Make Orwell Fiction again. Australians have had enough of the lockdowns. ...at the CBD to express their frustration uh, at this current lockdown. And there you go. We have some protesters there trying to break through the police line. They're starting to revolt down there. So it's interesting because Australia has gone bonkers. 
they like shot dogs because they they didn't want people having to go try and adopt them. So they killed these dogs that were at a shelter. What? Yeah, no, this is a real story. I know that everyone's like, this is being thrown around right wing media. But even like Glenn Greenwald, who's big dog lover, was talking about this uh-huh. and how crazy it is. And they've gone full on totalitarian down there. They I they can't even leave their houses. And if they get like one or two, they have like four cases of COVID and they shut the whole country down. Now, somebody did an interesting thread that I read this morning and he's Australian. I don't agree with all of this thread, but it was all about the context of like why Australians are, they're actually quite law abiding. They, they trust their government because the government generally provides for them and they get free health care. The services are good. Things run pretty smoothly. They come from a crown. He said, if there's a queue, Australians get in it. It's not my perception that I have of Australians, perhaps because I meet the Australians who travel around the world and they're the most insane people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Mentally deranged people. <laughs> Doing drugs like ketamine and ecstasy and then getting in fistfights in full tuxedos down by the water. Then they surfed in full tuxedos. I watched one guy. He's walking up this like very rickety stairwell in Sri Lanka. And then he he loses his balance and flips it backwards over the rail. The rail breaks and then he just slides down the rail like Mary f- Poppins <laughs> and land like these people have they're out of their minds they're mentally deranged this is the last population of people that I would have expected to go soft on the conspiracy side they're saying that the globalists yes, are trying <laughs> the globalists are trying everything out on Australia and New Zealand first to see mm-hmm. how it would happen to see how they would react before then they try to expand it and make it more globally okay well I think that New Zealand's totally f-ed, but I worry that they're never going to quite be the same after this uh huh yeah. The kangaroos don't even box anymore. They just do Tai Chi. <laughs> it's oh, a sad boy. state of affairs. <laughs> Who wrote that one? <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> Dave. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Parade of morons. The milk crate challenge is the new Tide Pod challenge. Well, he got it too. Oh! <laughs> hey! Wow! <laughs> So, yeah, I was reading this morning, actually, that TikTok had to ban the hashtag because people were getting injured doing it and they didn't want to be responsible for all these injuries, which is weird because they let people do that weird one where they were like getting out of a moving car. And pe- Remember when oh, they were yeah. doing that? Yeah. They jump out of the moving car, but this is like a line too far for them. But there were obviously more milk crate injuries. You see these people fall. They fall hard. It looks awful. Yeah, no, idiots. Like there are so many Americans in Afghanistan. I didn't realize there were so many milk crates lying around (laughs) in America. (laughs) Where are they all coming from? They're just stealing them from the back area of the grocery store. DJs are just weeping. Their milk crates are gone. (laughs) So many milk crates. Vinyl records. The last industry to finally be hit 
buy the milk crate challenge. There was that one chick who was like doing it in heels. Oh yeah. Oh. You did it faster in the heels. And then she finishes, and I so badly wanted her to just turn to the camera and be like, "Recall Gavin Newsom." <laughs> <laughs> she did it in heels. Bridget was like. She's a stripper. <laughs> I was like, only strippers have this kind of heel discipline. <laughs> Come on now. Not to step in between the holes. Uh-huh. Give me a break. Yeah, and one of them, the one where someone was doing it rolling a blunt. So when he come down, he's going to light it. That's all. Yeah. 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 Oh. I think it was Dave was like, I wish I was excited about anything as the as the guy shooting this video was about that dude like making it through the milk crate challenge rolling a blunt i mean it was pretty he impressive was so excited he was very excited <laughs> that's right that's right people are taking ivermectin for animals guys there's so much comedy in this first of all I love the people that are like, I won't take an experimental shot, but I am going to take a bunch of like medicine for animals <laughs> that's not being prescribed by my doctor instead. <laughs> There's like no f-ing sense to this. People are just, we've lost our minds. Morons. Mor- we are all morons. I'm not saying I'm outside of this. I'm saying collectively, <laughs> Carl Young, he was right. We are all morons Morons! these people are particularly high up on the moron (laughs) list they're taking medicines that have pictures of animals on them this is like what the dumb australians do ketamine is for animals and so is ivermectin there is an ivermectin that is prescribed for humans i'm not saying they're the same thing we must know to differentiate the two you can get this prescribed to you by a doctor then there is the ivermectin that you run down to your local freaking horse feed store and pick up and people are shitting in their pants <laughs> and they're calling the poison control center because they're taking ivermectin for animals <laughs> How dumb have the culture wars made you? Seriously. That you're like, I'm not taking that drug, but give me this other uh, drug. Give me those dog pills and I'll <laughs> yeah, take Give those. me those horse yeah. pills. I don't need to go to my doctor. I'll just go to barn feed store. Oh my God. It's crazy out there. It's crazy. It's just wild. You know, we go hard on the left, but there's the same amount of hypocrisy on the right. Uh-huh. There was a whole right-wing pastor who got fired from his job where he was a publicist because he spoke out on a show in support of people taking the vaccines, and then the f***ing place, his, like, church fired him. Wow. Yeah. You don't get to talk about free speech. Right. And then fire someone for speaking freely. Right. Ugh. People have lost it. All right, then moving on to Capitalism Always Wins. Capitalism has indeed won. OnlyFans did a 180 on their porn ban due to user and creator outrage. We here at Dumpster Fire would like to say you're welcome. We fought the good fight for the OnlyFans creators. Uh We got you guys. Female comedians almost had to write jokes again. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Monroe, our writer, volunteered to sell feet pics. 
he showed us his feet in the writer's room. Oh. I missed that. And he was parading his lovely arches around. <laughs> and he would <laughs> he like you all to arches. know he is available for feet pics, if that's your thing. He's what? <laughs> Probably upset that I'm on Wikipedia. You're on Wikipedia too? Mm-hmm. Is Sammy FNF? No, just as my regular name. Wow. Wow. Where's Maggie's wiki feet? You Maggie has nice feet? feet, though. I do have nice feet. She does feet. have nice feet. You should all go get her nails I'm going to take a picture of them while she's sleeping. I'll just, I'll just start showing my feet. That's the only thing of me that you'll see. We'll just That's put a we'll microphone start. in front of a foot and be like, this is because of Maggie. It'll be like a slow reveal. <laughs> What color do you want Maggie's toenails oh. to be in this Ooh. picture? Ooh. Actually, in that's a good question because I need to get my <laughs> nails done. Ooh, what color do we want Bridget's nails to be? Tell me, please. Hey. I'll start an OnlyFans <laughs> <laughs> just for my feet pics. We'll just start a fantasy feet pics. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the fantasy crew. It'll just be paused. It'll be like the, the writers <laughs> and the all of everyone. We'll do some Karen feet pics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ew, her feet are creepy. Karen has no feet. She just has little She's got nubs. Dubs. Moving on to the patriarchy so crafty. <laughs> Hey guys, let's talk genders, specifically Libra genders. What the f*** are Libra genders? <laughs> Libra gender people feel mostly agender with a slight connection to another gender. I just love that last week there was this report that came out that said one in four people are suffering mental illness and that they're they're using it to get out of t- tests and classes and anything. And Melissa Chen, always hilarious, she was like, I feel like these two things are related and posted that study over this... <laughs> video <laughs> lastly we have libra fluid libra fluid people feel mostly a gender with a slight connection to another gender that fluctuates throughout other genders uh-huh. <laughs> of the libra genders Ugh. and like the libs of tiktok account said this is exhausting just be a goth chick like we were <laughs> You can just be a weird girl with weird makeup. You don't need to come up with all this lingo. Well, and then we've got this other freaking moron Ugh. talking about women. Women! Women! So much better with all women. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Not Jared women. <laughs> Sharon's like... <laughs> The phrase biological woman is completely meaningless because being a woman is a social state, not a biological one. Womanhood is socially constructed and as such, it's not based on biology, it's based on societal recognition. It would be like saying I'm biologically an American citizen. It doesn't make any sense because American citizenship isn't based on biology, it's based on societal recognition. If the original commenter meant to say trans women aren't cis women, then yes, I agree. But the problem is, I don't know anyone who disagrees with that. Yeah, this guy. just rambling nonsense about how women don't exist basically imagine being just a little sad white dude and you have lost all your power in the world and so this is the only way you can try and get any accolades it's even worse than being a male feminist now they've just skipped from being a male feminist to being like an open misogynist but it it's like a woke misogynist so it's just misogyny disguised as as progress dressed up in progressivism patriarchy so crafty Uh this is literally the definition of it some stupid kid who doesn't know what he's talking about being like "Mm, women aren't a biological reality this guy (laughs) looks like someone who sniffs his female friends while they sleep (laughs) (laughs) then we've got dumpster diving what's next in the dumpster. 
The Nirvana baby is suing Nirvana, alleging child pornography. Oh my God. This was the dumbest story of the week. <laughs> this guy is clearly just wanting money. Yeah. Obviously, this is this could almost fall in capitalism always wins. Cash grab. Uh-huh. It's literally the grown-up baby grabbing the cash. <laughs> oh. It's the fantasy of all fantasies. Kurt Cobain is rolling over in his grave. He's like... You idiot. This is exactly what I was mocking on that <laughs> cover with your tiny baby freaking picture. And now you are grown to be that thing. Yeah. He's just mad because daddy got 200 bucks to go to some pool party with a photographer friend back in the freaking 90s. And they're all hanging out. And they're like, bring your baby. We'll take pictures. Nobody signed a release, it seems, which might be where he has a case. And he got 200 bucks the dad did. He never got anything for right, it. Right, And I mean, it is one of the most iconic <laughs> albums of yeah. covers of all time. Yeah, well, that's your own shitty parents' fault. I know, right? They were probably just getting wasted, throwing their baby in the pool. Like, whatever. It's yeah. the 90s, man. Buildings were blowing up in Oklahoma. And Nirvana <laughs> wasn't really anything yet. No, but he knew. Ugh. Kurt Cobain knew he was going to be something. God. Then we have breaking Bridget. Illinois mom says judge stripped custody of son until she gets COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. I'm sure there's more to this story, but maybe not. It sounds like just an overreach by a judge. This is an unprecedented case, the first of its kind. I know that the reason they even had this custody hearing seven years into the divorce was so that they could try and get alimony from the mom or child support or something. It was like to get her to try and pay. And then out of nowhere, allegedly, the judge asked the mom if she had been vaccinated. And the lawyer for the dad was like, we didn't even bring that to the judge. But who freaking knows? But it does seem like this is just a judge making a call. And I have plenty of people in my mentions on Twitter when I posted this who were like, yeah, a judge protecting a child from his mother who isn't protecting him. I don't see what the problem is here. I was I'm like, unfollow me. If yeah. you believe yeah. this, unfollow me. Get the fuck out of here. I don't understand how you are convinced of your righteousness. You're using this to socially ostracize people, a medical procedure that you're forcing on people and you're trying to say that that is okay. Like in what world are we living in that this has become this thing that's separating people and that people are okay with telling everybody else that they should just be getting this medical procedure? I'm for medical freedom. I don't think if you are in a country where vaccines are mandated by the state, you are living in a free country anymore. You're just yeah. not. I got the vaccine. I encourage people to get the vaccine. But I also think that you should be able to make that choice freely. This thing with the mom, regardless of whether there's more to the story, it's still like, you want to talk about a slippery slope? Yeah. I mean, this could be misused in so many ways. Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous precedent to set. <sighs> more and more... I feel like there are two sides and you really only fall on one or the other. You either fall on the side of freedom and allowing people to make their own decisions. And if they decide not to get the vaccine and they die, that's sad, but okay. Or you fall on the side of 
everyone telling everyone else what to do. Well, it's to me, it's bizarre. It's just this insane trust in the face of these systems that have proven to be untrustworthy. Also, we don't know anything. You want to talk about the goalposts being moved? Nothing has been moved farther than the conversation and rhetoric around the vaccines. The vaccine was sold originally as the like silver bullet. If you take the vaccine, you're not going to spread it. You don't have to wear a mask. Those words came out of our president and our press secretary. And then it was like, oh, actually, you still do need to wear a mask. And oh, by the way, there are breakthroughs. And oh, you can spread it. And actually, you can get it. And there's a pretty large instance of that happening. And now it's everybody needs to wear masks again. We need to get this down to zero. And everybody needs to be vaccinated. I'm not unwilling to have my mind changed if presented with evidence that will change my mind. But I don't understand the need for something like a vaccine mandate or passport if you can, in fact, get and pass the virus on whether you're vaccinated or not. That does not make sense to me. Why do you need to separate these two populations if the population that's vaccinated can still pass it around and get it? Even if it's less, it's still happening. Mm -hmm. It feels like a trap. Like, I'm like, this is a trap this is the frog and in I, boiling can, water. I, I will tell you i understand more i used to always be like i don't understand how nazi germany happened and i am not comparing the situation that we're in to nazi germany by any means at all i've just never understood how the collective germans could go along with something that was so egregious but i do i have started seeing just the way that people have been convinced that they're morally superior to these other people Mm -hmm. and the way that this like herd mentality has taken over where people feel like they can just tell everyone else what to do and what's better for them that it is terrifying and chilling to me and there are there is something so dark in the world right now and there are people rising up against it but it still feels like the majority of people are just along for the ride and are okay with this it's a slow creeping totalitarianism it's so creepy though it it does make me believe in all this agenda 2030 (laughs) (laughs) well and it's all stuff too that even now with like the fda approving one version of the pfizer vaccine now everybody's like well now you don't have a choice now it's approved so now you have to go get it I could never with 100% certainty tell anyone to get this vaccine because I don't know that five years from now there's not going to be some f***ed up side effects and like, you know, I'm going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, or have some cancer or something like that. It's pretty bold for anyone to just assume they know anything. And I just, I always land on the default of, let people make the decisions for their, themselves primarily. You know, I'm not saying everything needs to be like unregulated, like libertarians. I just think you need to, for the most part, people need to be able to make the decisions for themselves about what's good for them and their body and their health and yeah. not be like forcing this down everyone's throat. It's fucking creepy. I hate everybody except for you, viewers, and you too. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. And Karen. And Karen. My husband. Well, let's cheer ourselves back up with some Internet is Glorious. Internet is Glorious and my rainbow shirt. And here's your pasta. And if there's anything else I can do for you, you just let me know. What is this? Thank you. Well. Wow. 
Very bland. You see that? It's bland. Overcooked pasta. It's the dog's dinner. Mm, sauce. Salty. Dimitri. <laughs> You've been in lockdown too long, kid. They should be embarrassed. Absolutely. He's good. Rosebud Baker on the podcast this week, a very funny comedian. If you haven't seen her special, check it out on Comedy Central YouTube channel. Check out our podcast. Please subscribe to it wherever podcasts are available. We appreciate you checking out Walk-Ins. Welcome. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and my buttons. Make sure you check us out on Rumble TV. We're on Rumble. If you want to find us there, please go subscribe to Rumble, a platform that believes in free speech and not booting us off and making us invisible. Dumpster Fire is a podcast now, so you can check that out. Um, Places where podcasts are available except for Apple because they suck. Join the Fetacy community at Fetacy.com. It's a great community. We have workouts. We do live streams. We're going to have so much content coming behind the paywall. You also get the unedited version of this every Sunday. A full hour of content you don't get to see on the edited version at Fetacy.com. Subscribe to my Substack. It is Politically Homeless with Bridget Fetacy. There's a lot more content coming there. It's been a little quiet, but it's free. And you can also subscribe for free at Locals. Go to our Locals community, which is just going to Fetacy.com. You don't have to pay. You can just subscribe. You'll still get a lot of the content that I open up for everybody, which is quite a lot, actually. Go to BridgetFetacy.com for our merch. The holidays are coming, and it's going to be kind of a show with all the shipping, so get your act together. You don't want to be that lame procrastinator that doesn't have any presents for anyone. All right. Thank you to Dave Yates, Matt Monroe, and Andy Chandler. For all of their hard work on this, it takes a village. Follow them on Twitter. Thank you to Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. For being back and alive. Good to be back. Thank you to Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Bridget. Follow Sammy wherever you can follow people. Maggie's only in the community at Fetacy.com. Hiding. Uh-huh. And thank you, subscribers. Thank you for commenting, for sharing. We are constantly growing. And if you want to advertise, please reach out to us at weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. We're always open to propositions. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of the research. We could not do this without Better Fetacy. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Small independent business. If you need audio stuff, I know a lot of you out there are podcasters. Go to zenproaudio.com. Thank you, Sheath and One Farm, our devoted sponsors. Please support the people who support us. We also can't make this happen without them. We are very grateful for all of you, and we did it. We're back. We're back, baby. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of August 22nd to August 28th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make us rich. Woohoo! All of us.